Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Star Wars Meanderings and Ramblings. My name is Kiri Mohan, and I am your host of this fun audio blog. Woohoo! You can find me on Instagram at virtuallykiri, or you can go to my blog, um, Star Wars Anon, A N O N, dot wordpress.com, where I used to write a lot more than I do now. All right. So today I'm kind of bringing up an unpopular opinion. Is the use of Darth Vader that we have seen so far, meaning in Rogue One, in live action specifically, in Rogue One and now the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, is it overkill? Uh, main consensus out there on the internet is that it's great. People are really excited to see Vader in live action and see his power and what he can do. And I think especially when, you know, a lot of people are quoting how he says, you know, the ability to destroy a planet is insignificant next to the power of the force. People are like using that and getting excited about it. And like, oh, we're finally getting to see what Vader can do. Now, I was thinking about this, you know, I, honestly, I wasn't even going to do one of these until after the entire Obi-Wan Kenobi series was done. I was going to kind of rehash and talk about my thoughts. But um, I was up early, like 5.45 this morning, because my youngest who is four and a half months, is now sleeping through the night. Yay! But he's, like, real scheduled, and we'll get up at, like, 6.03 a.m. or 6 a.m. or 6.01 a.m. or 6.09 a.m. It's like, I'm lucky if I make it to 6.10. So, of course, being a mother, my mother and the instincts, I wake up at 5.45 and just wait to listen and hear him. So I was up at 5.45, and I couldn't stop thinking about Darth Vader for some reason and, and the episodes, and it was just mulling around my half-asleep brain. And... I was like, is the use of Darth Vader overkill? Do I really need to see this much? Which, okay, obviously speaks back to an even larger, um, you know, larger question of, do I need to see as much as Disney's giving me? But you know what? Like, that's not the discussion for today. Today, I'm wondering about Darth Vader. Darth Vader is such a powerful figure in the original trilogy and his redemption arc from Anakin even like what we get in the prequels is just so interesting to see how the the fall of Anakin into Darth Vader but for a long time all we had was this little bit at the ending of Revenge of the Sith and obviously the original trilogy which has been around for years and what got me thinking about this was the mannerisms on um just in the the last episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi episode five and it was close. You know when something's like slightly off? Kind of like Chewbacca when Junas took over from Peter Mayhew. Because Peter Mayhew physically could not do Chewbacca anymore. But you're like, oh, it's so close. Like, yes, it reminds me of that. It's almost like some really good candy or um, artificial flavors when it's like, I'm not talking about like Jolly Rancher, but you know, like something that's really good. And you're like, this tastes like strawberries. It tastes so close to strawberries, but I just, I know it's not strawberries. Something like that, right? Um, that's how I felt about Darth Vader. And I know they had three different people playing him. So they've got Hayden Christensen, they've got the stunt guy, and they've got a guy who just walks around and who's tall and is imposing. is kind of like David Prowse, I think. And it's not David Prowse. I get it. And it's so close. But there's just something slightly off about him. So that's, anyway, that's where I, I ended up this morning at 5.45 in the morning. Kind of wanted to review, like, we know Darth Vader's powerful. Let's pretend we haven't seen anything since um, the original trilogy. We know he's powerful. And going through each movie, let's look at key points. A New Hope. He chokes Admiral Mahdi. I mean, that's just 
awesome. Like you're, you're watching this movie, which is very much like sci-fi, believable, but then you throw in this element of someone like having almost magic and doing something from afar and you're like, what? And he's choking this guy and he says the ability to destroy a planet is insignificant next to the power of the force. And then we see this lightsaber fight with Obi-Wan and these like cryptic words, when I left you as but a learner. Now the lightsaber fight with Obi-Wan, if you go back to my blog, one of my least favorite fights. And it, it is what it is. And honestly, I wonder how much Lucas really meant for that to be a main focal point, but somehow lightsaber fights kind of did turn into that. Um, but it wasn't that great. In Empire Strikes Back, we see Vader kind of at the end of the movie with his fight with Luke, right? That we see that's a lightsaber fight that definitely ups its game. He throws items with the force, albeit slowly. <laughs> it's not like they just zoom off of Cloud City and hit Luke, right? Uh, he also senses Luke through the force at the end of the movie. What I thought was interesting when I was kind of thinking about this, though, is this chase he gives to the Millennium Falcon in the whole movie of The Empire Strikes Back, but yet is he chasing, I've never really thought about this, is he chasing the Falcon because he thinks Luke is on it? I always assumed that was the case. And then he realizes he's not. He's like, oopsie, he's not on it. So I'll just use these people, Luke, I mean, Leia and Han, as bait to bring Luke to me. So I, if if that's true and he thought Luke was on the Falcon and then he never was, then maybe his force isn't that great? I don't know. Up for debate. Let me know what you guys think. Did he know that? Or that, did he know that Luke was not on the Falcon? So we move on to Return of the Jedi. Lightsaber fight, right? That's a good lightsaber fight. I really like, really enjoy the lightsaber fight, <clears throat> excuse me, in Return of the Jedi. But I think the reason I enjoy it so much is because of Luke. Not so much Vader. Vader's good, but you know he's slow, he's cumbersome. Um, and then we also get to this whole sensing thing with the Force that Vader did not sense everything that was gonna happen with Luke. The Emperor was way more on top of that than Vader, like he's like, you will come to me he's like yes doofus i've got this all planned out and vader just seems to be a little a few steps behind in terms of sensing things with the force so again that kind of ties back to my millennium falcon question uh so in return of the jedi what we mostly see i think is this lightsaber fight that that's pretty pretty cool i mean of course throughout all of this we see him force choking and killing people from afar and whatnot so that's also plays into it so there we have like Vader in a capsule. We get to see Anakin grow up in the prequels and we see a little bit of him at the end, but we're led to believe, ooh, he really like gets powerful in the dark side of the force between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope where it seemed Vader come to like extreme power. I wonder what that looks like. And now we're getting to see it. When we go to the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, the show, this last episode, spoilers, he's shown even more powerful than really um in Rogue One right we see him throwing things quickly with the force we see him bring down an entire ship right so they use a ship as a decoy it's quite a big ship it's on autopilot it's flying out there and he just pulls it out of the sky forces it to land back on the ground starts ripping it open throwing things and ah, oops nobody's in it and then the other ship takes off why couldn't he get the other ship I've been looking online for this answer. I've not found it. But there's these are like little plot holes in Obi-Wan Kenobi that kind of piss me off. You know, because it's like the whole thing with the fire. Like he creates fire. He's pulling Obi-Wan Kenobi and <laughs> I'm getting you back for what you did to me on Mustafar. 
And then Tala's like, I'm going to create another fire. And Peter's like, oh, I guess I'll just let you go. Okay. And I think actually I did read a reason about that. And I can't remember what it was. All I remember my thought was like, that's lame. Stupid excuse. Even though, to be fair, George Lucas always had these answers that were really dumb. <laughs> but I was like, why is this happening? And then George Lucas would be if you listen to like commentary and like the Clone Wars or any of the movies, he's like, yeah, well, you know, political instability. And then this is what happens with systems. And you're like, what? Dude, that's your answer? So I guess I, maybe I should be a little bit more forgiving of these plot holes. But again, like, so he pulls this whole thing. And I'm guessing if we're looking at it as a video game, it, the force has kind of been sapped a little bit out of him. And so then he can't pull it on the next ship. Who knows, right? Um but in, also in the, you know, the Obi-Wan show, he has this fight with Riva. And here he is able to sense that she was working against him the whole time. Okay. Hmm. But yet you couldn't really sense that Luke was going to come to you in Return of the Jedi. I'm derailing my topic and going on tangents. But he did use his lightsaber with one hand in um, his fight against uh Reva, which made me really happy i thought that was consistent with some of the original trilogy when he was using it with one hand especially empire strikes back uh but it, it looked kind of silly the way he was dodging Reva and going all over the place um i i actually liked the episode more when um was it two episodes ago it's all blurring together when obi-wan is trying to escape and he meets tala for the first time and she's helping him and leia on the path and vader shows up and he like is killing people left and right with the force because to me that's almost a better show of power than a lightsaber fight because vader is physically quite handicapped and after his fight on mustafar he's i mean he needs his whole contraption to stay alive right so seeing him use the force is actually way cooler and i feel like almost more in line with the original trilogy with his like force choking and you know throwing things at luke in um cloud city taking contraptions off the walls, which I'm sure there's names for them, but I don't know. Them. So th this is basically er, tangents, but I will tell you that with, you know, this ship and pulling down the ship, um, online research shows that like it was common in the Force Unleashed video game, which is not canon anymore, but a lot of these series were showing they like to give nods to video games. So Obi-Wan breaking into the Inquisitor's hold last week was also from a video game. The Mandalorian, when they go against the Crate Dragon, that's also from a video game when they team up with the Tusken Raiders and then the Tusken Raiders pull out that weird pearl-like thing from the Crate Dragon, also from a video game. So I love that they're doing this. It's just kind of throwing me off, right? Like, I'm... Again, I knew going into this, I would be going back and forth, and I, I really can't figure out a good answer to my own question. Um, so it's like, yes, he needs to use the Force more. I liked it seeing, feels weird saying, I liked seeing him kill people and killing that kid. No, I didn't really like that, but I thought it was more in line with who he was um, as a character in the original trilogy. But then we look at Yoda, and he's pulling the ship slowly out, like Luke's X-Wing slowly out of the pond. And we also actually see Rey, if you remember in The Rise of Skywalker, pull the ship from the sky and she thinks she kills Chewbacca. Ah, oh, that, that movie. Oh. Anyway, she thinks she kills Chewbacca, you know? So we have seen it before. So maybe showing Vader doing it super fast. We know he has a higher midi-chlorian count than Yoda. 
Um, so seeing him do that so quickly, maybe that is more in line with him. Maybe he's, we're, show, we're seeing him at the peak of his power right now with the Inquisitors and just his age too and where he is with the dark side of the Force. But I guess it's like we've seen so much of him. I, As much as I didn't like Rogue One, uh, which I would love to have to talk to someone about this, if you guys like Rogue One, I would love to like hear your thoughts because um, I have very strong opinions about it. But anyway, as much as like Rogue One I did love, I did kind of like the ending. And when we saw Vader in that hallway scene, it was like the perfect amount. It was like, oh man, Vader just whooped their butt. And we saw it like, now we can kind of connect it like to a new hope. And ooh, this is giving me chills. But right now, this is kind of playing out like Star Wars Rebels or something, right? Where it, it's borderline goofy looking sometimes, especially his fight with Riva. And I, that's what kind of got me thinking this morning, like, we don't want him to go into the goofy, goofy section. <laughs> like, we don't want him in there. So how do we use Vader in a powerful way? And the only way to really use him powerfully is to not have him be a main character. And he isn't a main character in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. So if you, you know, watch it, it's Obi-Wan and really Reva and Leia who are driving the story. But Vader is definitely one of the strongest presence in there. And he has more screen time than I think is appropriate because then again, you come up upon these plot holes, like, right? Like, oh, you couldn't create and get Obi-Wan out of that other fire. Why did you give up then? And then you have lame explanations for it. And then oh, you pulled down that ship with such ease. Like, that's the thing. It just looks so easy for him to pull that ship down. I was like, whoa. And then the other one gets away, and you're like, oh, okay. And then there's this whole flashback with Anakin and Obi-Wan. He's like, oh, surprised you. See, that's your downfall, Anakin. And you're like, oh, okay, it makes sense then. So Anakin just, what? He gets tricked, and he just sits there like, boop. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> and that's what they're trying to, like, point out to us, right? So where... Like, I guess the question is, is is it too much? Did we have too much of Darth Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi? We saw one episode left. And I there's been all these hints of, like, a showdown with them. And I just don't understand how plot-wise that would even make sense. Especially as Reva is still alive. And I think the showdown's going to be between her and Obi-Wan. Um, so is Vader now, like, oh, man, I was duped again. That ship got away and Obi-Wan got away. I guess I'll just go and hang out on my own ship. I don't know. But I don't. It's almost like it's almost like I don't want to see more of him because it's ended up turning goofy. Or if I do see more of him, it has to be just like a really good, perfect amount. So I guess that's my thought process on Darth Vader. And at what point is it a good amount that we're seeing him? I understand from a business decision, and I know I talk about this a lot, but I understand from a business decision why Disney is bringing Darth Vader into such a large role in these live series, it's kind of like Boba Fett, right? Oh, it's easy. People are going to watch. People love Boba Fett. Let's just put a show on him. And the show wasn't very good, honestly. The only good episodes were The Mandalorian. Yes, that's my opinion. I did not like the Boba Fett. I only liked it when Mando showed up. And Mando 2.5 with Grogu. I love Grogu. Grogu's not... He's so cute. Um, so... It's like, okay, well, they're like, oh, yeah, we get Emma McGregor and Hayden Christensen together. That's everyone's going to watch it. But now I feel like they're, I think ruining is too strong of a word, but I feel like they're doing something to, you know, this amazing villain 
that we've had for years and he's kind of slowly falling into the goofy camp. So yeah, okay, that's my, my thoughts for today. I couldn't hold out. I wanted to wait until the end of Obi-Wan to do um, a little audio snapshot, but here I am. Well, let me know what you guys think, please. Is Vader, are they going too far? Is Vader now in the goofy camp? Is it, you know, are they showing us too much of him and he's losing his mystery? Or do you think this is appropriate? And it's, you know, everything you ever dreamed of with Darth Vader. And you're so excited to finally see him at the peak of his power. All right. May the force be with you. Thanks, everyone, for listening.